Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with me, Ash Ball. And in today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about how you can create Instagram Reels using AI. So using artificial intelligence to grow your Instagram following and using Instagram Reels. This is something that's super cool. It's a software that landed on my desk about a week ago. I've been playing with it. I made some videos on it on YouTube that have done really well. Um, I actually even ended up speaking to the company who d- does it because I, I adopted it pretty early and made a video on it. So they ended up jumping on a call with me. Like we started speaking about some stuff, which is really cool. So I'm super, like I ended up like back and forth, sorry, not on a call, but like in DMs. Um, and so I'm very excited to just talk to you about what this is. I think this can be really cool. Um, and we're going to look at it right now. So let's dive into it. You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland, the show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income by mastering content marketing. Let's Let's dive dive straight straight into into it. So hello, 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 and welcome back to the episode. Like I said, in today's episode, we're going to be looking at how you can create Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, TikToks, Facebook Reels, and you can do them using AI. Okay, now this is super cool. This software that we're looking at is a software called Opus Clip. So I'll bring up the um, the visual thing here. Now this is Opus Clip, and it is come. It is created by um, OpenAI. So OpenAI is the people who create. Um, ChatGPT. So it's from by them. It's who those are the people who've who've made this, and it's a super cool piece of kit. Like AI, it's quite crazy. So what it does, as you can see on the screen here, is that what it will do, and I'll press bring up full thing. So it will do facial recognition. It takes a long form YouTube video, so something that you've already made that has to be uploaded to YouTube has to be either um, public or unlisted. Unlisted means that it is, um, if something's unlisted, it means that it is available to be to be um, shared. The link can be shared, but it, it's not available to the public or it can be public. From there, what you want to do, what you can do is you take that link and you can see on here, it says down on this bit here, you can take that link and you can just you add that link and all of a sudden it literally take, it'll, it'll take that information and it will start to render it, which is what it looks like on this screen here. As you can see, it says here, fetching video. Um, and people who listen to this, you might want to come and see this one. You don't have to. It's, it's pretty self-explanatory. What it does is it fetches the video from that link specifically, and then it will analyze them, and it will run it through its software. Now, they actually tell you that for best results, the algorithm works best for videos that are conversation-driven and are longer than 15 minutes. Examples of, of videos that perform well on Opus Clip are video podcasts. They do very well. Educational videos do very well. Com- com- yeah, commentary videos do very, very well. Um, product reviews and motivational speeches, all very good. They say that gaming and music videos, not so great. So maybe don't do do those. Now, it's currently um, processing it. I don't think it'll be processed by the time that we, um, that we finish this episode, but we'll see. I'll touch back in later and see if it does, but I don't think it will. But it's, you, you're not missing much. I'll show you what it, what it is when we're on here. But what the actual software does is it effectively, and it's quite clever, it auto-emoji, it says here, auto-emoji also does AI pick and rearrange, face detection, and auto-cropping. So what does that mean for you? Well, let's look at it in a little bit more detail. So the first thing they have is auto-curation. So as you can see with auto-curation, it effectively will take, what, what auto-curation does is it will take 
parts of this longer video and put them together. So it says on this on their website, it says our AI analyzes your video to identify the most compelling hooks, extracts relevant juicy highlights from the different parts of the video and seamlessly rearranges them into a cohesive viral short video. So that's the AI curation from Clip Genius. Then they have AI virality score. So they have an RAI automatically generates a score to show the virality potential of each clip. The score is based on AI analysis of thousands of viral videos. It gives you this. What's quite cool with this one as well is it actually will give you, um, it will give you a, it's just come up with a thing there. One second, let me get rid of that. Um, it will give you a, a feedback as well on this virality score, which is quite crazy. So it will actually say this video is good, but it could perform better if you did this, this, and this which is pretty cool. I'm going to give you my full thoughts on how it works in the end, but just, just to go through it still. It does face tracking. So what it says here, our um, predictive AI analysis move, um, moves moving faces, so it analyzes moving faces and ensures that your guest's face will always be the center of the video frame. So that's that one. Pretty straightforward, just tracks your face. And then it says keyword highlighter, which is that um, our AI analyzes your video captions and highlights the most valuable keywords. On average, the highlighted keyword will increase your watch time by 65%. Wow. They also have um, AI emoji generator. Our AI analyzes your video and automatically adds relevant emojis to highlight valuable content. On average, emojis increase views by 42%. So, and then they say overall potential for growth is five times more, more views, 65 times more engagement, 45 times more watch time. Um, so that's the stuff it does. And it does all of this on its own by uploading a clip into the um, into the, the, the software. Like literally, you just upload that clip. Now, what do I think about it? Let's bring up that because that's probably the main thing. What do I think about this specific thing? This AI, Opus Clip. It is pretty cool, by the way. It's a very cool thing that we have to our disposal. To give you some context of this, it's completely free right now. I've been using it for about a week. I don't know how long it's been out before that, but it came across my desk by a client of mine actually telling me about it, who's well into AI and tech. He's quite geeky, so it helped. But when I was on it, it was super, super fast to do. Within a week, it's got super, super oversaturated already. Like already there's like major cues for this thing um, because it because people want shortcuts obviously so there's major cues for this already now from my experience i'm just wanted to i need to bring it to the table we'll probably review it more and more as, as in this show as, as the months and months go on because i'm sure it'll be up there but from my experience there's a couple of things to point out first one is a lot of the stuff they're saying here like the ai curation the virality score the face tracking the keyword highlighter and the emoji generator they are pretty janky at best. They are not great. Remember, this is AI. It does it all for you. So it's not like, oh, but they're not great. A lot of those things don't actually work. Um, so, and and they, they talk about oftentimes, like there's stuff in here, it's like editors. So you can't edit any of these things at this current point in time. It's not as, there's a lot of stuff that is not possible for you to do right now. Um, it's pretty clunky and not something I would recommend to most people. What I've found is that the clips it pulls out can be pretty poor, but it's still, and this is what we, I've been saying to some clients of mine about this, is it's still very interesting and definitely worth a play to see if it's something that fits into your brand system and your ecosystem, because it's going to get better. 
That's the thing that's quite cool. Now, one thing that is really important to understand about this is it hinges on you making long form, good long form, like YouTube videos, really. So if you are a YouTuber or you are, so you're, if you are like a, you know, a, a YouTuber as a mortgage advisor, you're making content for YouTube. This thing is, could be, isn't, it could be very, very good. I've been running it on my other, my hobby YouTube channel I have, which is all about podcasting and um, seeing the results of that. Some of them are good. Some of them are bloody awful. So we will see. Um, but like, they're not all great, but some of them are quite, they're okay. Um, but you, you, it really does hinge on this of you having to have a good YouTube video and really not over edited. If you're, if you're editing it, not over, but if you're editing it with like slides and B roll, this stuff becomes pretty hard to make work because it can't find your face. And so it looks terrible, which has been, again, my experience so far. I'm sure this will change. I'm sure they'll find ways around it, but not great so far. So it, it really does this, this, this type of content. I wanted to bring it to the table because I think it's very important to understand. It's still taking forever to download. It's very important to understand, but I think it's also really important to understand that it's probably not, it's probably not for the vast majority of you, a tool that's ever going to be useful. <laughs> Unless you are doing YouTube videos, podcasts, there's a couple of people I think about who are doing podcasts. This would be very good for. It's more a podcasting tool I can see it for right now. Um, but other than that, there's probably not many people it would be very valuable for. To be fair, I, I, I just don't think there is uh, for, for mortgage, for, for, the, for the mortgage advisors, for a number of reasons as well to point out with this is that compliance, if the, it's going to take content completely out of context and pump it out there um, for a compliance point of view, that's going to be quite hard because it might be very misleading. So because you're not in control of it. Um, and then the other side of it, is from a visual point of view, it's all going to look the same because because they offer you, there's no like variation of the titles right now. They are changing that and that's coming soon. So that is what Opus Opus dot Pro. It's also called Opus Clip, op, ran by Open AI. That's what this is. Now the reason I want to do an episode on it is because it's being talked about a lot. My job is to bring as 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 like my space in this industry and very much is to be be at the front of what's going on. This is being talked about and I want you to know about it, but I want you to be fully informed about it. You need to be making good YouTube videos in order for this thing to really be beneficial. And the big, the big problem with, with advisors is that I do not think you'll be very compliant making it. It's worth a play. It's worth a try. This morning when I logged on, there was a one hour wait to be able to get in. So I don't know if it's worth that. Um, I still, to this day, would think that using something like um, genuinely using just just like the script and clipping up a normal video is probably going to be a better one than doing this. But it's free and it's worth a play. You need to have a look at it. We know what's, what, what is coming for AI. But I want you to still know you still have to make good content and put it in. It's not going to do the heavy lifting for you. And really... You have to probably when you're if you're doing this type of strategy, you'd probably have to look at your videos and think of your videos from, from that perspective. And ex like from this perspective, as you're going to put it into here, an example of like what I've done with mine is I do all of mine on StreamYard. So I use StreamYard for, for the podcast and I use StreamYard for a lot of my stuff. And so like what's what's good about StreamYard is it allows me to record with all with all the editing and stuff, you know, the, the screen moving around and doing all of this. But then it also. Oh, 
click my neck. It also allows me to have a raw video file as well. So it just records me full screen with nothing on the screen, like literally no logos, no, no nothing. So it just records me like that. And so then I can upload that to YouTube as a, as a, as a, as a, like an empty file, a, a solo file, it's unlisted. And then I upload it into here and it works. That, that is a useful way of doing it, but it's not truthfully, it's not the, the, the best here. We've now got the videos coming through. So that's quite cool. So as you can see, this actually works. You, this, so you can see, this is what it looks like at the end. So it's taken a eight minute and 55 second video and it's broken it down and it's given us the titles. It's given us the breakdown of the actual, what is said. Um, so let here, this is something that many solo podcasters are struggling with. So if you're using business, especially, so, so it's okay. This video is 35 seconds. It's given me a, a score of 85 for the virality. And it says this video presents useful tips on how to make money from a solo podcast, making it re relatable and valuable to its audience. However, it could benefit from more engaging and informative material and a call to action would enhance the comp competitiveness. So you can see it generates loads. And so from this one at this eight minute video, it's generated me nine, nine clips, um, all done like that. Now I can tell you that most likely of those nine, probably two of them will be useful, um, or usable, not useful, but just usable. And then from that, those two, probably none of them will be great. So for my episode takeaway on this, what do I, what do I think is an episode takeaway? Truthfully, I think that you need to be aware of it. And that's why I want to do an episode on it. I think it's start the week with this episode. You need to know what it's about. I think you need to play with it and see if it's, if it's something for you. But I think that there's a couple of things we can take away from this. Firstly, it's, I think it's going to be this type of stuff is going to flood social media, which means that you making contextually relevant content into your phone, using it, making it for short videos is going to be even more valuable now because it's going to, increase that quality because a lot of people go, nah, let's do that. <laughs> so um, I think that's super exciting. It's super exciting to be able to see how we can then use, you You, you keep doing what you're doing and old school will probably be something that will, will, will stand out more. I'm definitely doing that. I'm playing around with it still, use it on my, my secondary channel, which is where I like try things out before, before I bring it to the table for you guys. And um, it's doing okay, but it's not doing great. And that's not in a regulated environment. I think in a regulated environment, this could probably be a bit of a problem. So that's today's episode. If you've enjoyed it, drop me a like, drop me a subscribe wherever you're watching, listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. You've been listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. If you've enjoyed the show, then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now. 